listening to Frank Skinner's podcast from Absolute Radio. Uh, this is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. You can text our show on 8.12.15, follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio, or you can email the show via the Absolute Radio website. Morning, Frank. Good morning. Morning. Morning, everyone. Morning, Jim. <laughs> morning, Peter. Morning, Richie. Um, so, hello. Hello. How is I everyone? I actually enjoyed a football match involving a British team last night. Yeah. Good, it was spectacular, wasn't it? I don't do that Fantastic. very often, I must say. Absolutely amazing. What a week really I've had good. on the entertainment front. I entertained? saw... I saw... I, including Brexit in that? No. Um, that, that, well, that was last week, okay, officially. Okay, fair enough. Mm-hmm. Um, I, uh, I saw a tribute band on um, Sunday, just playing in the street... We had a we had a bit of a local street festival type oh, yeah. thing, you know, when they close off the street for traffic and yeah. there are oh, stalls. Were there people in high vis tabards? Because I take yeah. it seriously when there are. There was an element of uh, high vis going on, but there was, um, you know, there was uh, stalls advertising. You know, sort of there was a bit of uh, local bread making, jam. Mm. I don't think no, it wasn't. It wasn't that. <laughs> Women's right. Institute. They but weren't. Anyway, they weren't there. They had a stage, and um, somebody said, uh, "Well, we were given that we were given the um, the program, uh-huh. and mm. it said sixteen fifteen, not the Rolling Stones." Oh. Now, um, I oh. mean, I've always thought the joy of it in a tribute band is you come up with some wacky pun. Come up with a mu- especially with Stones. <laughs> But the possibilities the, are endless. Not the Rolling Stones. I like that. That it's sort of just s- s- thinking that that's such a plus point, but it's not. <laughs> it's not the real ones. But that'll be enough. What would you but have sure gone? You could read that program and think it's any band other than the Rolling yeah. Stones. Exactly. Like, it could have oh, been it might you be Oasis. Too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the worst PR man of all time. I'd have gone. I'd have gone Stepping Stones, suggesting oh, they're not yeah. quite the Stones. Oh, I you see. like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There is a tribute band to the Stones called something like the Rolling Bones, but again, I don't right. see any suggestion that they're an imitation of any. There's something. But what pebbles, about Rolling Drones? Rolling Drones. Clones. The Rolling Clones. Clones. Oh, there you go. Yeah, that's oh, a good. Yeah. There probably is one. Anyway, sounds yeah. a bit like clowns, um, and they give me the creeps. Anyway, yes. it's funny. I've always liked uh, people say that about clowns. I've always you like them, don't you? I'd like. That Fine. man to come and live in my spare room. Well, I would have. Oh, circus. I would if it was a Northampton clown. Obvs. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I always think. Imagine his car outside my house with the doors. <laughs> Every morning you get up the doors, it just oh, lying on the bed. racket though. When the uh, <laughs> I the could live with that. So um, they were brilliant. Not the Rolling Stones. Oh, were they? absolutely astonishing. Um, really? I. I was taken aback by it, because, mm-hmm. you know, you think tribute bands. I don't remember the last time I've enjoyed a gig so much. It was great. Oh, really? Well, they're so obedient, tribute bands. Oh, they do the classics. Like, they yeah, do they the, just, yeah. They give them what they want. They just give you Absolutely. exactly what you... And they, they sound like the records. And every Exactly what you want. <laughs> That's exactly There's no live messing no, around. No, you don't Let's... have to do that terrible deal that you have to do with bands you know we'll give you three or four of the songs you want to hear <laughs> we might mess about with them a bit but mainly we're going to play stuff you don't actually want to hear even though you've paid and here's ronnie wood's jazz odyssey you know that's yeah, what you exactly. generally have that's the tax you pay exactly it? but this mm. was no we're going to actually we and we hadn't paid wow we're just going to give you <laughs> what you want what if you actually saw the rolling stones and I'm starting to think now, maybe I'll start watching the real bands altogether. All <laughs> well, that's my worry. Like, if that's for free, that that could undercut the Rolling Stones' revenue stream quite... Well, I saw the Rolling Stones a few years ago, and the tribute band was considerably better. Fine. <laughs> I'm sorry. Great on review. Absolute Radio. Great review. this all two years well, ago. Well, I won't be pl- I'm not saying I'll be playing them over the Stones. That would be ridiculous. <laughs> no, you're absolutely right. But, Put on that you know, song that man in the attic made with a guitar. <laughs> Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. I think might have opened up the uh, floodgates of uh, alternative band names. Oh no, have I? Eight, twelve, fifteen. Um, that's not one of them. Um, 
Morning, all. A few months ago, I saw the Cast Off Kinks. That's with a K. Cast. Oh, okay. Uh, great name, and the band also included some original members. So that would. Did, whoa, that would whoa, make... no, you can't. Aww. And it says, uh, no Ray Davies, but still a great night out. Check Peter Quaife. Frank. That's not a tribute band, that's just live. Mick Avery. <laughs> it doesn't go into details, Adam <laughs> okay. Chingford. Don't know if that's a surname or. Place. I used to love. Sorry, who are these people? The Sound like people I went to school with. He I says, kept, check them out. He says, you should check them out. I kept a bottle of an empty light ale bottle that Ray Davis has handed me from the stage at Birmingham Town Hall for some 25 years and then I lost it in a move. Oh. I think it was dropped by oh. one of the removal men. Sad story. We've had it? another one from MK Knight, The Rolling Phones, she's suggesting. It's spelled F A U X. Mm, I think uh, N-E-S. Oh. Yes, yeah, so that's good. That's yeah. good because it's got foe in it. Mm. Oh, right. Do you yeah, understand? Yeah. I think so, Did yeah. I tell you I saw one advertised called uh, Shania Twin? <laughs> oh. <laughs> I like that. That's Aphex's sister. Yes. What, the mm. uh, Cornwall craft work? Yes. <laughs> Phil says we saw Noasis, Noasis a couple oh, yeah. of weeks ago and they did exactly the same. All the classics. Yeah. Uh -huh. They even behave like them. Much brilliant. I'll tell you what, they were setting up on stage and, and I was standing next to, my, to a, a friend of mine and we were trying to work out what period they were because the Stones mm. obviously have been around for a long time. They're quite distinct looks. So Keith was uh, Keith, as they call him. He was modern-day Keith, you know. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, you so know, the Pirates the, of the Caribbean Keith. Exactly, yeah. yeah. P Pirates of the Caribbean with heavy flu. Yeah. Right. That kind of look. <laughs> um, so he was that. And then there was Mick Taylor, lead guitarist, who replaced Brian Jones. From, from about 1970, he was. Oh, OK. And then there was someone on um, keyboard who could have been Ronnie Wood, but was on keyboard, which right. is very confusing. But no Mick Jagger. And oh. we thought they're making a big mistake here because they're holding back the Mick Jagger. Yeah. So when he comes out, he better be good because they're making it a bit of an event uh -huh. while yeah. they were setting up their guitar. Remember, this is in the street yeah. on the stage. <laughs> anyway, Mick Jagger comes out absolutely excellent look-alike and sound-alike and dressed at 1981 tour, I would say. So they've silk, got all silk the shirts. It, it was that sort of weird medieval, very tight trousers where, you know, oh, sort yes. of um, very... Um, not exposing exactly, no, It doesn't leave much to the imagination. Leave, I know no, what you mean, no, Frank. No, it doesn't leave much to... And, and, um, even to Walt Disney. Can I say congratulations on your sartorial choice, Mick? Yes, but it was... And he came out and said, uh, um, let's enjoy this Independence Day gig, which was a bad thing to say. Mm -hmm. Oh. And um, there's obviously a few Remain votes there, because there's a few boos went up. And I remember mm -hmm. thinking, yeah, it's all right for you, tax exile. <laughs> <laughs> and then I thought, I'm getting a bit too far into the, into the old tribute uh, thing. But honestly, I mean, I don't want them to write to me and say, can you manage our careers? <laughs> But if ever they played, they, they were absolutely <laughs> magnificent. Such, I'd forgotten that we have to do that deal with bands to play stuff we like that they. Why do we? Done. We should just. We should just. What rebel. do they do? As as a friend of mine once heard a, an actress say to a makeup woman, "Just do your job." <laughs> <laughs> that should be the chant at gigs. Frank. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. The Rolling Phonies. Good. Phonies. Troy has suggested, yeah. I think we might have stumbled on an answer to an email that I found in my uh, Friday Night Troll here. Oh, FNT. <laughs> <laughs> um, FNT, da -da -da -da, FNT, a sausage in a roll in a box for me. Doesn't quite work, does it? Oh, oh. I quite like it. Um, Dan has so emailed. Love Island. Dan. Dan, uh, Dan has emailed. It says, Dear Alan Frank. Uh, Not, dear Alan. Is it Dan Ashworth looking for work? No. Okay. Who's Dan Ashworth? He's, uh, he's a senior man at the FA. Oh, is he? Yeah. <laughs> Topical. Yeah. Um, uh, dear Alan, Emily and Frank, in no particular order, I have something of a conundrum. To me... I, to can't, I can't do that. I'm a Catholic. Oh, very good. Um, to pay my way through uni, I deliver pizza for Domino's in Whitstable, one of your stomping grounds, I've heard, Frank. Yes. If you can park... 
Mm. Oh, we probably. I'll say if you can park. That's a lovely bit of local material there. He probably does have to park because he's in a car for Domino's. Or is he in a car? Is he in one of the? You know, there's bikes. bikes. No, because he's titled the email "Free Time in the Car," so I've already pictured him in the car. I kept that to you. Sorry about that. I've never had a pizza delivery man in a car. Well, here he is. Who am I kidding? I've never had a pizza delivery man. I've never had a pizza. Is that one of the yummy? You should really try boxes of males in the population. It's odd because well, they get a lot be a of lucky action. Email for Dan. They get a lot of action in the films <laughs> I've seen. Pizza <laughs> delivery man. What's <laughs> uh, the very very big pizzas in Whitstable? That's why they have to be delivered oh, by okay. four wheeled vehicles. He says, as a result, I've seen them rolled. I've seen blokes on scooters with the pizzas rolled like carpet oh, over the show. Oh, have yeah, you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Nice. <laughs> as a result, I spend a lot of time in the car, and I'm wondering what can I do in all this downtime that is worthwhile while still being safe. I hate wasting time, and wonder if the gang has any interesting ideas. Praise redacted, Dan. So essentially, he mm. wants something that he can do in the car whilst not delivering pizzas that isn't going to be dangerous. Listen to a lovely audiobook. I was thinking he could invent he names could for tribute shows. <laughs> what about reading? Yes. I when know there driving. are people all over England googling that at the moment. Reading, reading, it's that. Yeah, Reading's going to get a lot of hits on Wikipedia, <laughs> isn't it? Now? In, in London, I find that if you get a, a, a professional um, driver, mm. uh, certainly the English ones, that um, mm. if you go to the car, they're usually reading a true crime paperback. Yeah, oh, something like always... Mad Frankie Fraser or something mm -hmm. like that. Yeah, there's always some big sword on the front. A of big these sword. Books. Those, oh, yeah, I call them a... books with swords on the front. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, there's those books. The samurai swords. Yeah, those, that, there's those sort of fantasy books with the swords yeah. on as well. But, um, but yeah, often it'll be something about um, an East End um, mobster. I would recommend a chess app. Chess app? Yeah. Well, if you've got a phone, I mean... Yeah. What about Domino's? He's delivering for Domino's. No, I know. <laughs> But then that's, what I'm saying is, if they, if he was, Wouldn't if one of the managers went past and said, "Shouldn't you be delivering?" You should say, "Well, I'm not actually delivering, but I'm still sort of on, on theme." If you know like everything has to be Fats Domino, he listens to everything has to be yeah. Domino themed. That'd be that'd be great, Fats Domino <laughs> on the thing. <laughs> Ain't there a shame? <laughs> and him going double six. Let me say that's, um, <laughs> that's, that's what, eight points. Yeah, why not? Um, well, I think audiobooks is a good call. That is a so good do call. I. I'm currently listen listening to, um, on audio, 24 half-hour lectures on the Old Testament, which I would recommend. Well, I've got a lovely one on the go, Emma Klein, The Girls. And then I saw David uh, Badil say it was one of the greatest books he'd read. Mm, and he should know. It. And he's not easy with praise. No. Take it from me. <laughs> <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. Oh, I'll tell you what, you know, on our regular feature, when I look back about and say, you never see those anymore. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. This is now becoming a regular feature yeah. rather than I, just a thing you do. Yeah. yeah. I'm calling it. <laughs> You're embracing it. I've got a jingle for it. Take ownership oh, of it. Oh, let's so, um, <laughs> this week, Love Bites. Love Bites. Oh, yes. Oh, I loved a Love Bite. Frank. I never see them anymore. No, you don't. Yeah. don't I've got two so young much. women in the in the room here. Um, uh oh, where's this going to go? You? Okay. Can you just take the tapes off their mouth so they can speak? <laughs> <laughs> just for a second. So, um, uh, where, have either of you two ever had a Love Bite? Oh, sorry, I don't... I mean, the don't trouble with them nowadays, you see, this is right, the trouble. Chris Evans. There's so much on the social network, they can't have a face-to-face -face conversation. <laughs> Toothpaste was the removal tip, wasn't it? Was it? Yeah. I, I didn't know that. Didn't know that. I was a big Love Bite sporter, I won't lie. Really? Well, you've got, I, I you've got a Love Bite jumper on today. Yeah. yeah. I've got the polo now. I was a Love Island contestant of my time. <laughs> <laughs> now, I, did, I did have the old Please Love Bite. Please don't say that. No, but Frank, there was a real badge of honour to wear the scarf in the summer. I can't take it off. I wonder if some people wore the scarf and there was no Love Bite underneath. Not me. <laughs> no, I can believe it. I remember <laughs> I, I, was on, uh, I was on a bus once in uh, Corporation Street in Birmingham and this woman was struggling to get on with a, with a push chair and um, she had a very low top on. She, she looked, I'll be honest, she looked common. 
And she had. Um, <laughs> Imagine if I said that. And can on we just, both, that's the trailer I, for next week's show. I can never say that. I haven't finished it. On both, <laughs> on both, on a, on a, uh, what can I call, on a bust, on <laughs> each individual bust, she had a love bite. Hang I on, mean, she quite had an individual low down. Bust. She <laughs> had a, a, on each one, a, a love bite. And That's a no- horrible she got, story. She got onto the platform of the bus and her mate said, Right, you all, you all right now, Ursula? And I... <laughs> I compared her to when Ursula Andress <laughs> rose from the scene, Doctor No, and I thought, my goodness me, how, how different between art and life. Mm. But, yeah, so she weren't even on the neck. She'd gone, um, she'd gone exploring. Or someone had. Oh, someone. Some, some someone character. had taken a very strange don't turn. Think, I don't think they would have been self-inflicted. <laughs> Well, um, it's a it's a very interesting idea. I'm just doing the logistics in my mind. It you, may have been possible. You haven't described the physique that in no, detail. But. but that's a very interesting. Uh, <laughs> eight, twelve, fifteen, Ursula, if you're listening. Is she I still going to be around? Let's be honest. I always thought they were for people who couldn't afford engagement rings. <laughs> Good point. That's another sign of ownership, but cheaper. Mm. Because they are a mark of ownership and also the joy of being owned, I suppose. Well, not being owned, but by having somebody, not being lonely. Well, I think it's also, look how grown up I am. Yeah, but it's also, I'm not lonely, which yeah. is what, you know, we spend a lot of our lives saying to people. Hmm. Someone bites me. <laughs> Someone bites me is, is another good thing. What I'd like to know about this A1215, why in America are they called hickeys? Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. We've got some lovely love bite stories, haven't we, Al? Ooh. Haven't we? We've uh, we've actually been looking in the wrong place, according to Jane in Warwickshire. Watch Jeremy Kyle. Oh, God, I, lo- wonder, I wonder what you were going to say there. Well, where, where do people get love bites oh, right, now? No, no, not geographically, <laughs> on their body. I okay. mean, uh, she says, watch Jeremy Kyle, the love bite is alive and well. Is that right? Oh. I'm going to do that. Bit of nostalgia. I haven't watched Jeremy Kyle for ages. I always think it's well, the... because you've got a job, darling. It's the, it's the television equivalent of the cell door peephole. Yeah. Yes. You can walk in, it's safe. You can walk in and think, oh, God. Yeah. Look at that. But Love Bites, I'm going to check that out. Mm-hmm. Is it on catch-up, Jeremy <laughs> Kyle? I, I don't know, but I imagine so. Or Jeremy Kyle? The yeah. answer to everything, Jess. Yeah, I'm it? sure it will be. Everything's on catch-up yeah, these days. Yeah. You should know you've got a catch-up show. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> What, you mean Frank Skinner on demand? On exclusively Someone on BBC might come in and choose Jeremy Carl as a clip. Hmm. No, we only do the BBC programmes, darling. Oh, okay. Good point. Yeah. Uh, Steve Ronson from Cambridge uh, has said, Frank Skinner, morning Frank and team. <laughs> Interesting beginning, Frank yeah. Skinner. Uh, morning Frank and team. On I the like subje- a topic heading, though. Yes. On the subject of love bites, <clears throat> I did my own as a lonely teen. It always happened when I went on summer holidays to make out to my friends that it was a holiday romance when it was me pinching my neck. Oh. And then he goes to block caps. I know, very sad, my teen life. Oh, all right. That's Steve Ronson. <laughs> Steve Ronson from Steve Cambridge. Ronson. <laughs> Want to make a note of. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Any friends of Steve Ronson in Cambridge? There you go. They're not actually bites, are they? Am I right? What do you mean? But do you well, don't actually bruises. bite the per- Yeah, love bruises. Do you know how to well, give them? Called- love bruises is what they should be called. Yes, they should. Mm, Again, sure. a fabulous band name. Well, te- teeth are involved. Yeah, they're a sort are of they? a... They're a, they're a bite I'm going to be honest, I don't Can know how to do one. one. A nibble? Like I've a, never like had a... one, and I don't think I've ever given one. I didn't oh, have... I've had a few. I didn't well, have much Play a long record and we'll come back and see what. No, I'm not going to show you, Frank. I presume they've gone now. Can you they? imagine if you walk down the street with love bites? I mean, how embarrassing. Well, maybe mm. I could bring them back. Go no, on. people would just think you'd had one of your four. That's it's, what they think. Occasionally, I get asked to do question time. <laughs> imagine going on there with about with two or three love bites and not referring to them. Make a woman. Ah, no, just leave them alone, thank you. I'm just as God made me. Or you could wear the scarf and then take it off halfway nice. through the show. Quite man of the people. I'd happily go on there in one of those old chiffon Apache scarves that they wore in the 70s with Lovely. the uh, the gold, uh, the mock gold rings. Do you think that's why they <laughs> yes. wore them? Yeah, a Tony Hart, remember him from, uh, I'm yeah. sorry kids, but um, Tony Hart used to do an art show. He was connected he with Morph, bites. you might have heard of Morph. Nobody loved an Apache scarf. Do you think that was why? Do you well, think do you he think was uh, sporting a love bite on it? I hope so. Oh. 
I, otherwise, um, seventies oh, creative I, types. All yes. my parents' friends had those scarves. It's the sort mm. I could imagine him crying in a in a flat. So um, I'm hoping <laughs> that he, he, he did have love bites, and that is not correct. <laughs> Tony Hart, you know that bloke. If you describe him, it always looked like he maybe cried in a flat <laughs> on a regular basis. <laughs> Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. We've had a text that I think is a suggestion for a um, tribute band, but it contains no other words other than this. Michael Dublé. That's good. That is That's good. good. But no, no explanation. <laughs> I'm, I'm happy. I like that a lot. And one of our Twitter friends, Tender Comrade, says what? about love bites, they're called Nutschflechen in German. Nutschflechen. Which means snog stains. That that's is good. Oh, that's yeah. excellent work. Yeah. Brilliant. They're very good at those compound words, the Germans. Yeah. Mm. I'm sorry we've turned our back on them. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Don't mention the Germans. Look <laughs> what we've done. <laughs> <laughs> I, um... And Tom Beckett. Sorry, Frank, Tom, Tom Beckett. Beckett. Will no one read me of this <laughs> troublesome priest? <laughs> <laughs> But what about the fabled love bite cure? Rub it with a penny or toothpaste. Of course it didn't work. Tom Beckett genuinely is from Murder in the Cathedral <laughs> times. Well, I've heard, I mean, um, Alan, was, Alan uh, just mentioned the toothpaste. I, I didn't know the penny one. By the way, I've the been sent a, a coin today by, by Mike Lewis. Remember her? Hi, Mike. Did you do a... Um, very low-paid gig for Mike Lewis. I, I, I mm. did. You know, it's, I, he, I'm, last time I met him, I was begging in Birmingham. Oh, yeah. And he did say he'd uh, sort me out. Post now, uh, the other week we were talking about those those coins that you get at Landmarks. Oh, And you yeah. get a coin yes. and they put it in a machine and sort of stamp it. Mm-hmm. And I Wasn't it only in America because they have a certain type of no, metal I've definitely, in a coin? I think I've done it in the United Kingdom. But, oh, hey, you? but you might be right because um, he... Um, he was in Boston's South Station, and he got um, he got one. I don't know what it would be. Is that a cent? Is it a nickel or some kind of dime? <laughs> <laughs> Say, is it a dime? <laughs> um, I don't know, but is it it's a penny. A, they call it penny. I think they do call they? it a penny, and it's got um, it's it's got a man on it, and I can't read his name. John Arbuthnot. I'm going to oh, take yeah. that as... I'm, I'm, I'm slightly uh, guessing. It's a bit hard to read. We'll uh, we'll send a picture of it, maybe anyone with good eyesight. Does that work? If I took a photo of yeah. this, if I took a photo mm. with my eyes, would someone else be able to see it clearly, or would they see it the way I've seen it with my eyes? With it's your eyes. Extraordinary yeah. question. What do you mean, take a photo with your eyes? Well, I'd be looking down the camera. So would it oh, still? I see. Would it be slightly? Would the photo be slightly blurry because it's slightly <laughs> no, blurry I think that's from your me? Eyes. You sure? Yeah. Even it's me looking down the camera, mind. Don't <laughs> don't don't miss out on that fact. <laughs> more importantly, well, it's the, a good um, question. Let's put it that way. More importantly, with the recent collapse of Sterling, I think he might have sent you something more valuable than he expected to. So yeah, <laughs> might, oh, might be worth well, declaring it doesn't, that. It doesn't matter anymore. It's all going <laughs> to be. Soon it'll be like Ridley Walker, if anyone knows that novel. When we're all living in some post-nuclear whatever. Anyway. <laughs> Oh. Keep it cheery. <laughs> Hello, I'm James Martin. Let's talk about the end of the world. <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with um, Emily Dean and Alan Cochran today. <laughs> you can text the show on 81215. Follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the radio. Email the show via the Absolute Radio website. We've had, um, it's been a, a lot of changes this week, Frank. Oh. Mm-hmm. We've yeah. had two resignations. Well, firstly, well, we haven't no, discussed... we've had more than that. Well, we had more than that, what that's true. the Labour cabinet? We, we've had about 150. Yes. Um, however, we need to discuss, there was a biggie, which was Roy Hodgson yes. after the, um, England game. He went quick. Yeah. Apparently yeah. he was, yeah. I, I, he must have been writing it in the tunnel. I think Do you think he's written it already? I either have Maybe. to explain that performance or re- or resign. Oh, you know what? I think I'll resign. Yeah, I agree. I he think said that's exactly what happened. These things happen. I mean, I'm not sure that's adequate, though. 
I wish he'd have just said that and then gone. <laughs> well, he pretty much just oh, well, said well, that. These, these things happen. Oops. He quotes... Right, um... <laughs> sorry, it was... Well, anyway, gentlemen, thank you, uh... These things up. That seems to be it. I, he quoted Hamlet, he back? Is he coming... I don't think he's coming back. He quoted okay. Hamlet? Which bit of Hamlet Well, he referred he to slings and arrows. Oh, did Respect, he? Respect, Frank. He didn't Respect. say a man can smile and smile and be a villain. No, but it right. ain't that I the actually truth. like Roy, but, um, Yeah, I like Roy. But... Blimey. <laughs> terrible. <laughs> Absolutely yeah. ter- It was so terrible, my mother became an Icelandic citizen the next day. Oh, yeah. Yes, my mum's gone to Iceland. Oh. Very good. No, um... What about Ian Wright? I mean, he, said, he spoke for all of us, I feel, when he said, that was embarrassing, man. <laughs> yeah. It was, uh... Oh. At one point, they asked Lee Dixon, who's normally a composed, controlled figure. He is. Yes. And Very they, meticulously neat hair. Oh, lovely. Mm-hmm. They asked him at one point, and Mark Poopant said, what do you think? <laughs> and, Poopant. Yeah, Poopant. Uh, what do you think, Lee? And he went, I don't care. Oh. Wow. It, 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 but it always goes, this does happen every two years. I mean, you know, to be fair. Yeah. Mm. Uh, one of Roy's things was he said, uh, you know, that he... he, he, he there had been achievements. It's when he took over, the average age was 30. And now they've got the youngest average age in the tournament. But mm. I thought, you know what? I, I could do that. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's maths. Also, that's not football. Also, technically speaking, they've now got the youngest average age out of the tournament. Yeah, exactly. So it's not that. Yeah. Oh, dear. Yeah. Anyway, it's not a football show, so we don't no. do that. But Roy's no. record, can I just say, is in the last tournament he was in, we were out after two games. <gasps> and in this one, um, we absolutely struggled against um, some uh, teams who were pretty terrible in the, yeah. in the group. Mm-hmm. And um, and then we lost to Iceland. So I Why can't we play football, Frank? Why do we never win? Is there such a thing, though, as a, a sarcastic knighthood? <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't it be great to give him one of that? You know when people win stuff, they get one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there should be something you could have... So you can be Sir Roy Hodson, bracket, sarcastic. <laughs> <laughs> Sar. That's what they call you in yeah, Sar. Sar. Sar, Sar Roy Hodson, oh, short like for OB. sarcastic. Sar. Nice. I'd much prefer one of those. Instead of Sir. Yeah. Get it? Sar. Sarcastic. All right, yeah. Sarcastic. Sarcastic Roy Hodgson. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dear. Poor Roy. Maybe he'll come back to West Brom where he belongs. Or in a tree in a forest where he hunts for mice at night. (laughs) Mm. These are the two places Mm. I think he'd be most at home. Absolute. 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 Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. I'm going to be honest, I feel partly responsible for England's exit from the tournament. Do you? Because, um, I don't Why? know if you remember, just a week ago I was saying that my recent Google searches included how much is an Iceland away strip. Oh. Yes, and I've Alan! Been, I've been a fully paid up member of the Iceland fan club since they've been in this tournament. They're playing great. And I read a thing this week that apparently there is a shortage of Iceland football strips in Scotland, where many people oh, are trying really? to buy them, isn't that great? Is that because of its, your? In its own little. Is that because of you? Do you think? I think so. I, uh, <laughs> I think a lot of the Scottish <laughs> seniors sort of a trailblazer. <laughs> and a terrible thing happened. Yeah. England scored. Oh, we know that. Which one? You know they scored, and I said to my wife and son, I went, "Watch this now. They'll kick off and they'll score immediately, and England will fall apart." I, did, I was right. right. Are you setting yourself up as some sort of Nostradamus? Tom. I think so, yeah. yeah. So, uh, anything else you want me to predict? 8, 12, 15. Yeah. <laughs> I'd, okay. I'd like to see some proof. <laughs> Who is going to be the next leader of the Conservative Party? Roy Hodgson. Next. No, genuinely, if you predict this, we'll my... start to believe you. All right. Don't you think, Frank? Um, the Conservative Party. Yeah, you've All heard right. of them. Probably not Roy <laughs> Hodgson, then. No. No. Um, they've all announced now, haven't they? I is think Theresa May. Theresa May. He's playing for time. Do you know Theresa May? No, but thanks for the tip. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and we're back. <laughs> do you know Michael uh, Gove? I love it. I do doesn't know quite work, does it? Michael Gove. <laughs> the Govener. Is that the past nice. tense? As he calls himself. Does he? He I will re- do. <laughs> he will, Oscar, he will. I remember Michael Gove when he was uh, Walter in the Dennis the Menace. <laughs> <laughs> Now, we need to put him on some sort of diet if he's going to be... Well, not diet. No, I I know people say, oh, you shouldn't attack how he looks. I'm not... It's not body fascism. 
What I'm saying is he's quite womanly. Do you think? Well, no, I saw him on a train, do you remember, in corduroy yeah. trousers, and he got the... Uh, he's bootylicious. He, he had a behind, like, a, a, a pony. <laughs> <laughs> you can't, you can't <laughs> lose that. You can't lose that with uh, dieting. I um, think some people have, you know, they have ample behinds, or they don't. Right. So what is no, but it's a positive on a woman, but on a man, not so much so. Well, I, I think it's about all time the that he through a stable door or he, something. He just... popular, popularised the booty call for uh, for male politicians. <laughs> I, think. I remember Doctor David Owen had an enormous backside. <laughs> it's all that really? sitting they do. That's why they, they do, um, do a lot of sitting. That's why they have to uh, be voted into a seat. <laughs> Most people. <laughs> <laughs> they needed quite a lot of assistance. No, he, mm. um, what I like about Michael Gove is that he, he said that he wanted to come to a situation. But he's now going for leader of the Conservative Party. Yeah. Yes. He said that he, he voted out because he, he was sick of being um, told what to do by boring men in, in suits yes. who come from a culture we don't understand. Isn't um, that what's going to happen if he becomes... Did he say it's not my culture? <laughs> yeah. I wish he'd said that. Mm. I also don't like this thing of calling him a geek. I don't think he's not. He's not a geek. Being unpopular at school doesn't make you a geek. Just make sure. Being glasses and all that, all that stuff doesn't make you a geek. You have to like, you know, at least one sci-fi franchise. I think you have to know him inside out. He won't. He won't be into that. He won't be into sci-fi. He probably reads. I will tend to be into sci-fi. What do you think he reads? He doesn't read, does oh, no. he? No, he does read. I think he's a but he's not. I, I, I think He'll read those novels with the sword on the front. Geek said, no, he won't. He won't be, All right. he won't be um, unusual enough to read those. <laughs> what will he go for then, he'll, Frank? He'll, he'll read well, let's... stuff about Churchill, is what he'll read. Oh, yeah. No, that's Bojo. Bojo wrote that stuff. He wrote a book about Churchill. Well, that's why he? Bojo stood down, because he's got the book deadline. Some people do anything to get out of that deadline. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not thinking that uh, he might be posing as Angela Eagle. Who? Bojo. There is. It, could it be? It just looks like it could. I thought on a minute. In, in a certain light, <laughs> I think he's after the other leadership. Frank. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. Uh, Ian Angel, regular texter, has texted without a pun. Newsflash. Ian Angel, can you see me? Ian Angel, can you hear me? Are you somewhere up above? (laughs) Um, Sorry, that was it. You all right? Absolute radio where <laughs> real music matters. That's, uh, There's a song called Teen Angel, which is just... Kept. Oh, is it? Absolute fuck. That's lovely that's for Ian Angel, though. If I was him, I'd have that as my ringtone now. <clears throat> yeah. yeah, I'm sure he will. Teen mm. Angel, there's a bit that goes, um, just sweet 16 and now you've gone. Yes, yeah, be careful about this. Away. I'll never kiss those lips again. They yeah, time buried to change, you today. How lovely. Mm. He texts, no pun, just a bit of trivia, Roy Hodgson was one of our teachers at Monks Hill in Croydon in the 70s. I bet he was a good teacher. I bet he was a good teacher. Wouldn't it be nice if they take that and think, let's appoint a teacher? Wouldn't it be good if they just Mm. appointed, not even a PE, like if they appointed my chemistry teacher from Murfield High School, Mr Magnell? I don't even think he knows the rules of football. No. Was he in, Actually, um, it might not be better. You, you're looking at me now, I'm thinking, that's not a good idea, is it? No. <laughs> was he in uh, Neighbours, Mr Magnell? <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, a different Mr Magnell. Oh, no, that was Mrs Mangle. Oh. Yeah, Mrs Mangle. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, again, I'm that, I'll kill that typist. <laughs> that was a great comic character. Would have been a nice part for me, that. Never mind. I, I didn't know Roy was a teacher. That's what this... Uh, Text claims. Yes, I can see that. I wonder if he moved them from out of where they usually sat and made them sit somewhere else where they felt a bit less comfortable and couldn't (laughs) contribute as much. (laughs) (laughs) He ended the press conference by saying, he went Elvis, you can't end a press conference with thank you very much. Is that what he did? Thank you very much. Yeah. He said, thank you very much. He didn't say, people have been saying I've been strung out. (laughs) (laughs) I've never been strung out in my life except on music. (laughs) <laughs> Frank, excellent. that's excellent. Oh, Very good. Frank, too, late, too late now to, yeah, to yeah, master the... Uh, good luck cashing in on that impression. <laughs> uh, How's your Glenn Hoddle? Um, uh, do you think he'll be next? Mm. Oh, I don't know. I know what Gary Lineker thinks, but I'm not at liberty to say. Ooh. <laughs> 
pterodactyl. <laughs> 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 it's a pterodactyl uh, trying to... <laughs> I ate... Um, I haven't seen one for ages. This is Frank Skinner. Okay, so yeah, what we were what we were talking about the whole. T- I, I have to say, mm. I, I can never remember a more exciting week in politics in my entire life. Yeah, it's yes. been like a, better than any American drama about politics. And everyone's yeah. getting involved, and I like it. People care. It's um, yeah. I mean, especially like the the sudden the Gove and Boris Johnson. Like oh. it was all this. Like it was people saying it was like Shakespearean thing. That yeah. Been, oh, it was. At two Gove, yes. said on the front yeah. of it. At two Gove, fantastic. It's um, it's interesting that because Michael Gove says that it's important that the next leader of the Conservative Party must be someone who was pro Brexit. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking maybe Jeremy Corbyn. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Do they do transfers like that? <laughs> they do sometimes. Douglas yeah. Cardswell People went from the house. Tories to UKIP, didn't he? So yes. It does happen. Churchill crossed the house several times. I Did think. he? Looking for drink in common. <laughs> <laughs> he used to hide it away and then forget where it is. He liked it. a drink. Oh, he, he loved a drink. Um, yes. I know what you mean about the Shakespearean thing. I like something. Rhys Shearsmith, who was a friend of the show who came on here once, mm. made a comparison with Michael Gove being like Richard III. Harsh. He referred to his <laughs> coy reluctance when he was accepting the uh, the Richard job. Richard III had a delicate little bottom, like a peach. <laughs> <laughs> First review ever of Richard the Third's nothing, bottom. Nothing yeah, grows in the focused. shade. <laughs> people focused on other body parts for that guy, didn't they? But <laughs> exactly, that the was unsung it. hero of his anatomy. Yeah, he was <laughs> like. But I know what he means. I didn't like it. I didn't like the faux sort of humility. I found that creepy. Who's human? Uh, Ma- Michael Go. I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't do it. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'll have a go. I'll go on that. I think that's worse. Give me a bragger over a coward. Yes, give me oh, a bragger. Like a... Yeah, but to be a fa- coward is the worst. But to be fair to uh, Michael Gove, he's taken all the criticism on the chin, which is not easy if you don't have one. <laughs> <laughs> He seemed. He sort of. Because sometimes with Cameron, very, very occasionally, I think you know, he's sort of as a bit of the statesman thing. Mm-hmm. Maybe he does care a little bit. I used to have those yes, little but flashes. But if you want someone to be um, the head of the Conservative Party, and I know we have Conservatives listening, and I respect your different opinions, but Michael Gove is sort of absolutely perfect. He's kind of timeless, isn't he, in that way? Like, he could... If he's, he'd existed 200 years well, ago, he, he would have Well, he is and he isn't, because I think this that. is the revenge of the unpopular <coughs> kid at school. Fair yes. enough. <laughs> exactly. It's true. It's well, the well, one that is... didn't have any friends but was very good in class, and now he's, you know... No, there is a nice bit, time. There Enjoy is a your bit moment in the sun. Yeah. I mean, if you've had your ear twisted for 15 yeah. years, maybe you are entitled to a bit of payback and a bit it's of just, good It's just a little moment. Do you moment. think that's why? Do you think Boris had been twisting his ear for 15 years? I don't think... I don't. Oh, not directly but, but Boris. If, if you had to allot the roles in school, I would say that Boris was more of an ear twister. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, and go he was more of a twisted ear. He was essentially one of us, Frank. Who? Go. We, you know, you, Take no, that back. Frank and I were the ear twisters. <laughs> right. Yes, I'm, I'm ashamed we of that, but it is true. <laughs> if we'd have had old Govey in our class, he'd have had a terrible time. I tell you. <laughs> in other oh. news, Stephen Bigser says, what's happened to music? So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> what's happened to music? Discuss. <laughs> I don't know. I watched Glastonbury last week and thought exactly the same thing. Oh. Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. Um, I was um, sitting in the makeup chair this week with Estelle oh, Horder, my makeup lady. Oh, yeah. Who was actually called Estelle Horder, not upon. Yeah. And, Isn't that amazing? Um, yes. You should see her partner, Max Factor. Oh, <laughs> nice. I don't know if he did or not, but that's what he claims. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, um, he, um, she said to me, Have you considered neck cream? She didn't say that. Because I'm getting uh, the kind of neck that looks like the folded garment of a Roman soldier on an old statue. You know, that yes. sort of... Oh, yeah. yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't agree, but I get, you the, I get your imagery. Yeah, or so, so maybe parchment. 
Yes. And apparently, I didn't even know this, I, I look now to our um, fashion and beauty correspondent, Emily. It's um, called Neck Wattle. Neck Wattle? I believe so, FYI. Neck Wattle. Yeah. I like it even better now because mm. it sounds horrible. It sounds like one of the bands you might play on a Saturday morning, <laughs> ne- to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we've got <laughs> neck wattle with uh, <laughs> drowning. Come in. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, isn't the wattle? Isn't, well, it's an Australian flower, isn't it? First of all, isn't it the symbol of Australia? But Correct. What do they neck call wattle that thing? Slash that, turkey neck. What's that thing that hangs under a chicken's turkey neck? So that is wattle. Well, that's what we call it. So neck wattle. Yeah, neck wattle. It sounds we call like you're it. trying to grow one of those rather than cure it. No, oh. we're try- always trying to cure it. I've just you noticed. listen. Let me talk to you. <laughs> uh, you've made Simon Cowell. <laughs> <laughs> we'll look. Get rid of the parents. We'll look. No, what happens? And I address you, ladies. You're young. You still have everything to live for. People <laughs> always overlook the neck area. Mm. I mm. find, and not just when it comes to the love bites these no. days. It should be just as much a part of your cleansing routine as your face. So, put cream on, moisturise your neck. Really? Yeah, always. Hang on, I'm just writing down face meant to be oh, what, what, I'm al- what I'm always thinking is then you're going to get, like, moisturised all over your shirt collar and mm. I don't want that in my life. If anyone gave me a love bite now, they'd just inhale dust. You might have Dryness. You might have one in there for all we know. like sucking the disappearing s- skin I, from a snake. <laughs> moisturiser on your neck. I, I suspect that's not the most unhygienic thing that's ever happened in your bedroom. No, well, that might be true. Mm, and it you. might, let again, it might not. <laughs> <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute Radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. No, but Frank, it will help. It's never too late. It'd be great, I suppose, if I'm... Um, if I put it on, what I like about wearing neck cream is if I became the victim of vigilante justice, mm. um, I might slip straight through the <laughs> noose and be oh, able to yeah. uh, run away. That's uh, that's worth thinking. Well, the way this country's going, it's worth Good considering. It'd be a great story plan. the next day. The creme de la mer saved your life. Yeah, with me, uh, me sitting, me phoning um, some large French makeup uh, yeah. company. You'd get saying, thank God for that throat neck. Guess what? <laughs> throat neck. <laughs> now I'm just saying random connect. I've gone. Uh, I seem to have gone into Roger's thesaurus. Mode. No, as Alan says, you're just naming all your favourite bands. <laughs> throat neck <laughs> or another one, Al, I believe, aren't they? <laughs> what was their song, Al? Neck Why did I say throat neck? I've just. It's just a compound of two similar. Why things. not? Say it if you want. I will sure, say you in you your like. defence. Thank you. You well wait. You haven't you heard it I'm yet. I'm in anticipation. You haven't heard it yet. Uh, you have marvellous skin. Mm. Well, one uh, of the best skins I've ever encountered. Thank you, but it seems to stop at the chin now. It's okay. I'm not no, going below well, that, good darling. Skin or all I of don't it. want to go below that. Maybe an Elizabethan Roth is the answer. Yeah, or perhaps a neck brace, as if you've had a, um, oh, a road traffic accident. Yes. Or yes. Alvi Tony Hart scarf there you that go. we were discussing earlier. You could uh, bring that back. There's all sorts of uh, a mandarin collar like Elvis used to wear. Well, Ian Wright favours those now. No, he, he goes oh, for the... Oh, uh, zero collar, hasn't he? Grand he goes type. for... Um, that is a mandarin. Bot- it's an Nehru collar. It's a slight mandarin. No, a mandarin rises up. It's one of those collars that rises Don't up. Don't you talk to me about collars. I'm telling you what a mandarin... <laughs> I know what a mandarin... Mandarin collar hey, is. Mandarin collar hey, guys, is yes, guys, I know guys, what you mean. Everyone take a breath. Come okay, on. Yeah, no, come Frank, on. I know what you mean. We're both talking about the same thing. I'm but, just saying. But Ian Wright wears oh, those Bond God. villain. Yeah. That, uh, yes. That's his look now. I'm, which I'm is so great. glad things have calmed down. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Between you two. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. Text the show on 81215. Follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio. Email the show via the Absolute Radio website. Sorry, I'm just leaking some emails. Oh, are you? Yeah. Okay. That kind um, of week, isn't it? Yeah. Um, hey, guys, we need to talk about DJD, Dame Judy Dench. Oh, yeah, uh, Frank's had a previous run-in with her. Oh, she gave you a stare, didn't she? Well, no, I d- Frank, remind us what happened with <laughs> well, Dame Judy. <laughs> you were coming out the Ivy. She was arri- No, she was arriving at the Ivy, which is a, a sort of a upmarket restaurant. It, so- it is an upmarket well, sort of celeb restaurant in, uh, in London. 
uh, which is a large conurbation. I, I was the there only England. last night. Were you really? Were you? Well, and, and other things that won't surprise anybody. No. <laughs> um, well, I uh, I was being photographed outside there by a member of the press, and um, as. She walked, she got out of the car, and as she walked in, she looked across at me and said to the person she was with, I thought this place was for celebrities. Oh, <laughs> um, dear. So, obviously, but, you know, I forgive and forget, that's my motto. Yes, but How long I... ago was that? Ow. <laughs> that that happened? Also... I was seven. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was... Also, look, let's give her the benefit of the doubt. You have turned you <laughs> turn into Simon Kell. Look... <laughs> Frank, let's... I'm giving her the benefit of the doubt. No, day. let me explain mm -hmm. why. Go on. I think it's all in the tone, Frank. She might have said, what if she said this? I thought this place was for celebrities. Oh, <laughs> of course. Or that maybe she thought, I thought this was for celebrities, so I'm surprised that there are people being photographed here. Oh. Yes. I mean, there's all sorts but I of ways. Heard it. I heard it. And this is a woman who I really used to fancy when she was a young woman, I Did must you? say. She was Lovely so, actress. Oh, I love the oh, elf. I'm not sure. I, I love the elf in... Uh, oh, you think she's overrated? Yeah. I think if she's listening to this, she'll be OK with me moaning about her being nasty, but overrated actress, you're mm. finished. Yeah. <laughs> I don't... I don't suspect she's listening to this. However, she, she was... Start, but when she was well, a she, young woman... Well, she was, but she was something of... It was a difficult <clears throat> subject to be avoided in our house growing up because my mum used to date her husband. Oh. Her late husband, Michael Williams, yeah. Ah. Mm. Well, my mum didn't go out with anyone who was involved with Dame Judy Dench. <laughs> I think I can safely <laughs> say that. Nor mine. Um, glad we've cleared that up. I'm just trying out some of my relatable material. <laughs> Text <laughs> in if one of your parents was involved no, with was, Jane Judy Dench's she, partner. She was on. very friendly with a local bloke called Fobby L. <laughs> what, your mother? <laughs> not very friendly in that oh, way. Oh, you don't think they had an affair, do you? No, certainly no. not. They didn't People have didn't affairs. have affairs, did they, in we your were, community? We were Catholics. We didn't know what affairs were. Oh, yeah. Anyway. She is, uh, she is capable of surprising, is uh, DJD. She, um, she's been in the news this week because at aged 81, she's had her first tattoo. She's got ink. She got carpe <laughs> diem on her wrist. Oh, carpe yeah. diem. That's Lisa Latin. Day. It is Latin, that's it correct. It is. <laughs> For, uh, I love fishing. Can that's I be honest? Well, look. It's a bit... Now, that's what I call Latin, though. In it. Well, it is, yeah. I mean, everyone yeah. knows carpe diem, except for Adrian Charles, who once asked me what it meant. We're going to try that. <laughs> mm. Sarah, carpe diem? Yeah. <laughs> it just because she's not got least pink, she's just heard it. Just because she's got the pink iPad cover doesn't mean she doesn't know what copy okay, uh, means. To me, if you've got a pink iPad cover, it means exactly that. <laughs> but obviously, well. I'm wrong. Don't never judge a, an eye person by their iPad cover. I think that's the saying, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> but it is now. Yeah, I um, it's very um, Dead Poets Society, isn't, isn't it? Carpe diem. Do you remember Robin mm. Williams? Remember it? One of my favourite films. It's a lovely film. Captain, if my captain. That's how I think of you, Frank. But oh, um, so nice. you know, have to know my captain. Yeah, but Robin Williams, I would say, popularised in 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 recent times the carpe diem. Mm -hmm. um, if I was going to go for a Robin Williams um, phrase tattoo, I think I'd have to go for dopey me. <laughs> but um, I don't know if you could uh, get the voice. I've got nanu it. nanu all down one leg. So have you? Have you tried Germany? <laughs> <laughs> Radio. Absolute radio. What do you think of this? Kim the lorry driver says Frank football is the most boring game on the planet. I mean, I know no. it's not really a football show, but I just was interested in what your opinion on that was. Well, I, I don't share that opinion. Bought you but, some houses. Uh, but we are, um, mm -hmm. we're all different, of course. Yeah, we're all God's children. All God's chillin'. <laughs> That's what they Carpe say. All God's chillin' got soul. Get out. <laughs> I'm not sure about Dame Judy Dench getting the tattoo in Latin, though, because I don't think it's like. I don't know why it's. I more... call it a latu. A latu. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why it becomes more wise because it's in a language that she doesn't really use. Exactly. Like, a dead if language. I got. She's old enough, that's probably her native tongue. <laughs> that <laughs> and Esperanto. Talks, that's how old she is, she Frank. She talks Latin at home. Well, you know, her daughter. Got, um, if I got a bit of uh, of wisdom, like, you know, you buy cheap, you buy twice. Yeah. If I got that translated into Cornish, a language that I don't speak but exists, and then tattooed on my back, would that make it wise? 
Well, you should have I, it in Glaswegian. That's I your. Quite like, like, I do Tom. speak. I do know that. It yeah. would make it a bit cooler than you having. If you buy cheap, you buy twice. <laughs> Especially <laughs> as it's the very opposite of your world view. It is not. Okay. I right. like that no, sort no. of thing. Duncan Valentine would have tattooed. <laughs> if <laughs> I was, if I bog was off. eighty, he'd have bog off. If I was eighty-one and I had a tattoo, I think it would be my name and address. <laughs> <laughs> Sort of an aide de memoir. Nice. <laughs> you know, um, she said it was a gift from her daughter, Finty. Yeah. yeah. And um, she said uh, she's wonderful with surprises. Yeah, well, she, well, she suddenly... Yeah, she can't got, be a surprise. Did she get home one night, was suddenly wrestled to the ground by two blokes who got tattooed? <laughs> like, like how you do... Uh, tattoos. Like how they do sheep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know, but that's a, one of my fantasies. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> and also, it depends if, on the tattoo. If it is if a it's surprise... it's just a number... <laughs> <laughs> I don't want it. If it is a surprise, does uh, does the daughter choose Carpe Diem and where it is? Like, did she pick the wrist? Like, I don't... I, I think tw- Finty's a strong character. Finty, yeah. Mm, yeah. Right. I, um, I, I don't think it could have been... I don't you, think... She couldn't have a facial tattoo, Dame yeah. Judy did. I mean, I can't pick a tattoo for my mum, She couldn't can have I? a... I knew a bloke who had death to all skinheads on his forehead. <laughs> right. That would lose her a lot of work. Yeah. Oh, skinhead escapes. Gift, was that a gift from his son? <laughs> <laughs> it was uh, something he was very... He ended up um, looking after um, donkeys in a... Right. In a... Home for a uh, children's home. I'd have Still no Tom to no Mo Sharif <laughs> on my yeah. forehead. That'd be Good. Yeah. I mean, one of the joys. I just saw Michael Gove on the telly. I've never had, for years, had the urge to do a dead leg. <laughs> mm. More. I just, I felt the knee going. I'm sorry, you were bullied. Stop taking it out on us. <laughs> you weren't in the cool team. It's not our fault. I suppose if you're 81 and you have Carpe Diem on your arm, you're sort of reminding yourself that, you know, there aren't that many days left and to live them all to the full, I consider. Yes. I, consider I like it. Yeah. There's a... And there was a famous Eastern potentate. Love that word, Frank. Yes. Um, a leader. And uh, he had a bloke... for the, anyone with a pink iPad the, out there. For the groundlings <laughs> listening. <laughs> <laughs> the pink iPad uh, brigade. Very good use of groundlings by Alan Rice. And he lot. used to have <laughs> a, a man who was paid that every day he would go up to him and say, one day you will die. That was his job. Charming. Yeah. It's not uh, a bad gig, though, is it? I mean, no. It's easy enough. <laughs> no. Get in some of your own hobbies around that work, couldn't you? But that was his job, and it just helped him to remember mortality and not to get ideas to, you know. Mm. I don't know if you can get ideas above your station if your station is potentate. Mm. <laughs> but anyway, I just... Can you imagine when someone comes up to you and says... Uh, you know the bloke that says, um, the day you will die, it's his, ber- <laughs> it's his birthday, do you want to sign a card? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, don't, I, I don't know what to put on it. What do you put on it? To him. <laughs> Well, we've already got cheer up four times. Can you come up with something different? I don't. Oh, I don't. Know. I don't even know him. He only have... <laughs> anyway. <laughs> this is Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. Frank, we've had this uh, text in. How do you contact the winners of any of your competitions? Um, I generally use a. Um, <laughs> I use a spiritualist. It's easier, isn't it? It's easier than a have lot of the modern had... devices when we there's did, Apache did, signal and that. We did have a competition once. It was an absolute disaster, it and was. I mean that. That was when we were broadcasting on absolute disaster, wasn't it? <laughs> One of our sister stations. Well, we did a competition. It was football-related. Why are they always sister stations, sexist? Someone had obviously <laughs> thought, Frank will be great for this, because he's a bit legend, Frankie. Not realising that you do your esoteric material now and you're Frank mm. two point naught. Yeah, um, exactly. So two nil. Yeah. <laughs> so we did a football based competition. Couldn't wear a replica shirt with my throat. <laughs> <laughs> but it all, well, if you did, you'd wear a cravat with it. You'd have to. But it chop all went wrong. The competition was a disaster. I read it out wrong or something. I think I gave away the answer. It oh, was we had nine million this applications. This is all BC before Cockrell. Oh, it, was, sorry, it was very early. We'd, we decided now, so we've never done. I don't think we've ever done. It, a um, that's very bad manners of us. It's no, like no, it's going totally to see fine. the same film twice with oh, two different orcs. partners. Orcs. Yes, so um, we don't have any competition. So if you have won one, yes, well, well done. There's been a administration. Oh, you think it's a scam? It's been a bit of a cock up. <laughs> 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 so um, yes. Dame Judy Dench. Yes. 
Can't she, DM. She says she learns a new fact every day to keep her mind active. I like she that. She should have them put on her arm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> t- what fact have you learnt today? Um, so far. Oh. I, I don't oh. think I've got today's yet. Oh, we must have learned some during the course of the show. Oh, give us a hospital pass. We've got to think about it. I mean, it. I've got a few bits of gossip that have happened <laughs> during the songs, but I don't think I've got any well, actual facts. facts, gossip, hearsay. I don't think counts. But that's difficult, I think, because facts change, don't they? Like if if today's fact for Dame Judy Dench was like how many penguins there are in the world. Mm. By the end of the day, she's going to have to refresh that fact because there will be another one born. So I don't have the tattoo. Done. I like, don't have it done, but well, also th- maybe not facts. Just also, learn a new thing a day. I like carpe diem as a principle, mm. but I feel it's been rather taken over by sort of nightclub owners in Ibiza, and it's just a, a little bit overpopularised. I think she should have gone for something. I don't know, a, a bit, a bit more rarefied. Like Yolo. No. <laughs> Do you I, think she'll, I've got some ideas? If I had a tattoo. Right. I'll tell you what I like. Well, there's a few things I like. One is actually from Frank's book. Oh, When he wrote <laughs> his first autobiography... Breakfast radio, I remember. <laughs> no, Frank. Not one of those He told chapters. a story, and it's always stayed with me, this, about going riding and how you weren't very good at it or something. Mm. And the man who was instructing you said, come on, Frank, cowboy up a little. Yes. And I like cowboy up a little. Oh, that's good, yeah. That's a very good... Yeah, I would have that. I don't think Dame Judy could have that. <laughs> I think if all these people now were plastered in tattoos. I was watching the Wales game last night. And there's mm. that, the guy who scored the goal for Belgium. Got mm. like, roses yes. coming up his neck. Yes. Well, that was yeah. like Love Island. In ten, yeah. in ten years' time, they're all going to look back and think, what on earth have I done? Well, that's the joy for Dame Judy, is that she's getting it at 81, so she's probably thinking, I will have that moment. Well, she, won't, she might be looking back in ten years' time, God willing. Then again, she'll be thinking, what's that on my arm? Yeah. <laughs> Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. So, um, on the subject of tattoos, I think uh, one of the good things about them Mm. is that if you get one that you like, you've paid for it, and then you get to wear it a lot. You know, you've told me in fashion they have a cost-per-wear analysis. Correct. And and items that you really like, they get cheaper the more you use them. Of course, which is why jeans, great value. And if you think about it, tattoos, I mean, like... You're wearing them all the time. Mm. Like, so if you get them early, yes, the, yeah, they get cheaper and cheaper at the longer. Whereas she's got it at 81, it's probably only going to be like yeah. three quid per Come wear. On, let's not get dark. But imagine <laughs> the clothes that you wore when you were 15. If I said you've got to wear them the rest of your life, yeah, you'd think, oh, but they're going to go out of fashion. They wouldn't fit. I was not in great, my case. I was, I was beautifully dressed. Well, right? I was a late developer, so they wouldn't be fit. <laughs> they wouldn't fit on me. All now. I wore in those days was a chamois leather posing pouch. <laughs> And it's funny how life comes full circle, isn't it? Was it? Warmer. Thank it's God we warmer. got rid of that webcam. That's one of yeah. my mottos. Nightmare dressed like a daydream. Thank you, Taylor Swift. Uh, <laughs> is it a motto? Yeah, it's from Taylor Swift. Nightmare dressed like a daydream. Thank you. That's a it's, a song. it's one of her song lyrics, isn't it? Yeah. Taylor Swift there, ladies and gentlemen. On Absolute <laughs> Radio. Yeah. Never mind Latin. My favourite motto has always been, you can spend your whole life trying to be popular... <laughs> but the size of the crowd at your funeral will still be largely dictated by the weather. <laughs> Good night. And you got that tattooed across your chest just I last week, up, didn't I you? I think that would be in English. fair enough. I yeah. hope I die in the summer, then. Quite a lot of punctuation. I want a big turnout. I like Karl Lagerfeld. Sweatpants are a sign of defeat. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. That is good. Um, I don't, I don't I, know I, what I also like, this is a simple one, but I remember mm. reading this, and it's... Even though it was in Niall Quinn's autobiography, where I didn't go Great seeking source. wisdom. Great source of wisdom. He just said, choice. he said, one thing you have to accept is that nothing in life's 100%. And mm. I thought, it's a very basic point, but actually, very, very good thing. I think I'm not sure. I think I read the opposite of that in a mathematics book <laughs> about percentages. Yeah. But um, I, don't, I don't read many mathematics books. I I'll stick with either. Niall Quinn. <laughs> David Baddiel said this week, the truth is always very complex. Did he? Mm. That's, um... I don't agree with that either. You don't? <laughs> no. Why not? It's absolutely straightforward. <laughs> <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute Radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio.
We're um, discussing mottos, aren't we, this actually, morning? Actually, we've just had a suggestion, wouldn't... Um, what about like around in stone as a that's name? That's exactly the suggestion I was about to read. Oh, what, for, oh. The, ba- for the tribute that band? Yeah. What a jinx. Mm. High team, wouldn't like a Rolling Stone be a good name for a Rolling Stone tribute band? Yeah. Amazing. Great minds, eh? Did you yeah. text that in, Frank? Is this I like Ronnie Barker writing sketches I, I, I under an underplume? Exactly, I pretended. What was he called? Um, Ronald something. I've forgotten. I was <laughs> going to say Ronald Witcherly, but that was actually the real name of Billy Fury. What a great fact. You asked me what I learned this morning, learned, and that's it. You've learned something. Hurrah. And last week you... I learned the name of the band leader on the Titanic. Can you remember who that was? Ooh. Um, Hartley Hare. I think it was Wallace Hartley. Okay. But I may be wrong. Hartley Hare was a character in a kid's TV show who actually had a uh, Birmingham accent. Oh, it's Ooh. so lovely that you still remember that, one of yours. <laughs> uh, yesterday, <laughs> when I was young, so many, many times. <laughs> anyway. A bit of French there. Yeah, We're doing mottos this mottos, morning yes. because uh, J- Dame Judy Dench had the tattoo carpe diem. Mm. Paul has tweeted us when there's always biscuits in the tin. Where's the fun in biscuits? That I like. I like it. What does it mean exactly? Is that, um, I think it's so like these that pop stars that can have any anything they want. Yeah. that life becomes empty. Yeah. I think maybe it's saying that. A little bit of hardship makes you appreciate the good things. Like when you've got biscuits in the tin, you remember that you at some you point your didn't boots have too much, it gets uncomfortable. Yeah, you don't miss the water till the well runs dry. <laughs> <laughs> also, I believe we've had um, a bit of backlash thinking that we've uh, we've oh, slagged off. Oh, we have a bit of backlash for two or three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> and just oh, with your friends. Call me, Dave. Your friends in the community. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Apparently people are thinking that we're slagging off tattoos, assuming that you'll regret them, but we're not mm. saying that, I don't think. I'm I mean, assuming most Some of my best friends them. are tattooed and some of my friends are tattooists. Some so of my there, best... There we go. Some of what my best you, friends... Yeah. Well, I don't really... I, two, both of them, um, of my best friends, uh, have many things I'm absolutely sure they'll regret in later life, but yeah. that doesn't mean I don't love them. Gerald Wiley, Why? by the way, was... Uh, Ronald Richley, you can see where I was coming from. Yeah. Thanks for that, though. Who was whoever, that from? Whoever sent in that. I mean... It's, uh, bang on. It's probably, Steve... Ronnie, probably Ronnie Parker. <laughs> or David Cox. Under, it was under a, a, uh... Well, Steve Inkman. Oh, and yeah. I think we can get a hint from his name. Yeah. That he might be a fan of tattoos. I think he might. He says you shouldn't tar everyone with the same regret it in ten years' time brush. No. Just because some well, idiots jump hard. on the let's get a tattoo bandwagon do regret it. Yeah, yeah. but the problem with this is very hard to establish who is correct in the people will regret it in ten years' time <laughs> debate. <laughs> unless we wait... Well, I tell you what, just text back in ten years' time. <laughs> I think you're do right. Do you think we'd still have a show then, Frank? Oh, I should think so. Oh, I, don't, I wish I we don't, did. I would have much else. Are you <laughs> suggesting on the, uh, on the tattoo conversation we should draw a line under it? Is that what you're suggesting? I'm happy with that. I'm mm. happy with that. Joke. Okay. <laughs> um, but then another motto, Stone, says, find out what you're no good at and don't do it. <laughs> what do you yes. think of that, Frank? Mm. Um, yes, I've spent quite a lot of time spending finding out what I'm no good at. Mm. Um, I think that's pretty good. I and Dave Wilkinson says, eagles may soar, but weasels don't get sucked into jet engines. Yeah. But also, mm. excellent. I've gone a bit Michael Gove. Thora yeah. Hurds. <laughs> Thora Hurd said it's never too late to mend a broken fence. That's in a book. Did she? Yeah. Good Thanks. one, isn't it? So that's that towards the end. Yeah, probably. <laughs> She's just saying anything. <laughs> never too late to mend a broken fence. Clearly, what about when it's... Com- what about that one of our kids when he, uh, <laughs> it fell over in the garden? It took so long to mend it that the, the lawn grew over it and he couldn't pick it up. <laughs> it had been reclaimed by that the earth. That does sound like it's too late to mend that broken fence. <laughs> yeah, exactly. right. no, the, the, the actual... The planet took it. said, oh, that won't keep in this. We wouldn't give our keys... <laughs> the planet. <laughs> wouldn't give our, give our keys his fence back. Like the motive of the planet. Yeah. You obviously can't look after it, Keith. <laughs> We're keeping it. Absolute. 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 Radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Put some more mottos in, in Frank. Oh, I'm loving them. Gary mottos. has sent us a message. My motto is don't spend on Friday what you need on Monday. 
Sorry, don't spend on Friday what you need on Monday. Yeah. Gaza. He, he'd admit a terrible alcoholic. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's not how people are living. I like is it, Gary's largely. life philosophy. Oh, no, I like it. it's com common sense. It yeah. is. There's no not nonsense. There's not a lot of it about, is it? Not a lot of it about. Uh, Frank, my favourite quote slash motto is from the Van Wilder film, which is, don't take life too seriously, you'll never get out alive. Brian from Lincoln. Oh. Ah, wow. Um, that depends on whether you live to the judgment day. In which case, <laughs> think, you are not. We all wow. it was two weeks ago, didn't we? <laughs> oh. uh, You're listening to absolute evangelism here. <laughs> yeah, um, we're on a slightly different tack. We had an email earlier uh, mm. uh, entitled Learning to Ride a Bike. Dear Alan, Emily, and Frank, a few weeks ago, Frank mentioned that he hadn't learned to ride a bike until adulthood. Well, I haven't really learned, to be honest. I, I can just about get round. I wouldn't go on the road, I don't want to be too frightened. No, but you can ride forwards and I can stop. ride on. That's, that's on, it, really. On yes. tarmac if you, there's no one else around. You did yeah. a lovely job the other week. Well,. Uh, Got applause. He continues, my wife can't ride a bike and often bears the brunt of cycling jokes. When I mentioned to her that Frank Skinner can do it, so she could too, uh, she replied, yes, but he's a celebrity. <laughs> Frank, can you encourage all those adult non-cyclists to give it a try? Mm. Especially as the Tour de France starts today. I think that's a bit of accelerated learning to go straight yeah, in. Exactly. Do it in a private area or a Thank park. You, I mean, Scott. obviously don't do that's, it on That's the... one of my mottos, well, actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, like, I like that Never one. done me any harm. <laughs> yes. Yet. <laughs> I um, I would say that we, a couple of weeks ago, when I hadn't been on a bike because I was too frightened, and I, I, I had had lessons in the past, mm -hmm. I went on this bike and I went round, and when I started to realise I could do it, yeah. it was a fantastically exhilarating feeling. So I would absolutely... You've got recommend. to conquer this thing. Me and, me and the uh, horses, Frank. Cowboy up a little. Yeah, but you have to do it in just your normal street clothes with yeah. a proper old-fashioned bicycle clip. Mm -hmm. Don't put on lycra or anything of that nature, otherwise you'll turn into a beast. And as you mm. pointed out, it actually feels easier the quicker you go. And I said to that, you... Again, that's my motto. Drive equals oh. balance, oh. I was told by Drive my, equals balance? Drive equals balance. My motorcycle instructor told me that. <laughs> if, you, if you're going forward, it's easier to stay up. Yes, that's it. Well, I'm told it's safer, right. safer to mm. cycle aggressively, I was told. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. And uh, one final thought, Frank. I think it was a pig that had the Brummie accent, not Hartley. Just some new topical news just in. <laughs> oh, yes, it was <laughs> the pig. That's from Mark in Wigan. Thank you. What was you. it called, that programme? Pipkins. Oh, thank you very much. Um, well, that's that. We end on um, uh, you learn something new every day. I actually mm. just learned something I already knew once and then had forgotten. Anyway, um, if, thanks for listening. If the good Lord spares us and the creeks don't rise, we'll be back again this time next week. Now get out. The Frank Skinner Show on Absolute Radio. Back Saturday morning from 8. Tune in live for the full Frank experience. Absolute Radio.